This episode was published on Friday, November 27, 2020. Each day I peruse the news to find standout stories of technological disruption. In today's edition, I throw my hands up in the air over cybercrime. Welcome to Curation. Cybercrime and Punishment According to reports, three members of the cybercrime gang, TMT, have been arrested in the Nigerian capital Lagos. The gang is responsible for attacks on over 500,000 government and private sector companies, in more than 150 countries. The arrests were the result of a year-long, cross-border anti-cybercrime effort, that was led by Interpol, and supported by the Nigerian Police Force and Group IB, a global threat hunting and intelligence company. The operation continues as a number of gang members remain at large. TMT used a type of email phishing attack known as Business Email Compromise, BEC. These phishing emails were sent out in mass email campaigns and disguised as purchase orders, product inquiries, and even COVID-19 aid requests. The aim of the BEC is to steal authentication data from browsers, email, and FTP clients, and eventually gain access to confidential data. From there, the target's data may be sold on the black market, financial accounts hacked, or systems hijacked until a ransom is paid. It's an insidious trade. Interestingly, TMT set up operations like many other mass marketing organizations, using TurboMailer to bulk send emails and MailChimp to track opt-ins and manage the email response funnel. Detect and secure. Aside from government groups, like Interpol's Cybercrime Directorate, there's a number of billion-dollar tech companies using AI to detect and stop cybercrime. Companies like Dark Trace and Google's Chronicle are the new frontline defenders. We've gone from protect and serve to detect and secure. And though it seems like great news that Silicon Valley's best and brightest are devoting billions to fighting cybercrime, the incentive here is a two-sided coin. And the cybercriminals have everything to gain and little to lose. Cybersecurity Ventures expects global cybercrime costs to grow by 15% per year over the next five years, reaching 10.5 trillion US dollars annually by 2025, up from 3 trillion US dollars in 2015. This represents the greatest transfer of economic wealth in history, risks the incentives for innovation and investment, is exponentially larger than the damage inflicted from natural disasters in a year, and will be more profitable than the global trade of all major illegal drugs combined. Of course, those trillion-dollar figures cover the laundry list of costs associated with cybercrime, damage and destruction of data, stolen money, lost productivity, theft of intellectual property, theft of personal and financial data, embezzlement, fraud, post-attack disruption to the normal course of business, forensic investigation, restoration and deletion of hacked data and systems, and reputational harm. The cybercriminals don't see all of that cash, but there is a treasure trove of billions incentivizing bad actors. In fact, damage costs from ransomware alone are predicted to hit $20 billion in 2021, up from $11.5 billion in 2019. Why now? An Interpol assessment of the impact of COVID-19 on cybercrime has shown a significant target shift from individuals and small businesses to major corporations, governments and critical infrastructure. With organizations and businesses rapidly deploying remote systems and networks to support staff working from home, criminals are also taking advantage of increased security vulnerabilities to steal data, generate profits and cause disruption. In one four-month period, January to April, some 907,000 spam messages, 
737 incidents related to malware, and 48,000 malicious URLs, all related to COVID-19, were detected by one of Interpol's private sector partners. When you think of cybercriminals as just another group of people that are running a business, albeit a nefarious enterprise, it makes sense that their business would be booming during a lockdown. Millions of people suddenly working from home for the first time, transacting and sharing data over the internet, without adequate training or security protocols. Throw in pandemic panic, financial and cohabitation stress, and it begins to look like Christmas came early for the spammers. Their opportunism knows no bounds. Not satisfied with the billions they scam from individuals, small businesses and corporations, these cyber creeps have begun to target critical infrastructure, like hospitals, at a time when they are at their most vulnerable. Security experts believe a Russian-speaking group, known as UNC-1878, is behind these attacks on U.S. hospitals. Federal agencies warned hospitals, healthcare providers, and public health groups that they were at risk of an increased and imminent cybercrime threat from ransomware, which could paralyze their computer systems and make it hard for them to deliver care. At least four hospitals have reported cyberattacks this week, and hundreds more could be at risk. Scam baiting. There's nothing funny about all of this. Well, almost nothing. Did you know that there are a bunch of YouTubers that set themselves up to be scammed by cybercriminals, only to record the conversations online as they torment and frustrate the scammers? It's called tech support scambating, and Kitboga is one of the best. With over 1.4 million subscribers, Kitboga pretends to go along with the scammers, only to mess up the scam at the last minute, driving the criminals crazy. His 5-minute promo video is worth a look. Jokes aside, cybercrime is clearly a real and present danger. If you only accept the predictions as 10% correct, that's still trillions of reasons for cybercriminals to continue ramping up their efforts. This is a global issue. With major actors located in China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia, this malevolence will only be checked by a globally coordinated, cross-border response. The issue may be global, but there are things you can do to protect yourself locally. When it comes to phishing, prevention is always better than cure. If you have the time, invest a few minutes to read this advice from Kapersky. It's a great summary of what's out there, and how to protect yourself. I'm thankful for the efforts of Interpol, the Nigerian Police Force, Group IB, Dark Trace, Chronicle and everyone else working to protect us from grifters. That's it for today's podcast. If you'd like to see more of what I'm exploring, sign up to my free newsletter. Just go to curation.substack.com. And if you come across something you think I'd like, please email me to let me know why it's worth checking out. Articles, lectures, podcasts, books, exhibitions, whatever. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Thank you.